Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. Well, sort of. Um, yes, this is on the One Man Renegade Podcast feed, but it's not technically an episode of One Man Renegade Podcast. Um, it's actually episode two of Very Drunken Podcast. And while you may be thinking to yourself, what the hell is Very Drunken Podcast? Um, about a year ago, me and my buddy Fascio and Jen was involved at that point too. She was in the first episode. We recorded a very drunken podcast, and the original idea was, okay, this is going to become its own thing eventually and have its own feed and, and everything be a completely separate podcast. Um, I never really got around to setting that up, <laughs> unfortunately. And then like a month or so after that, and that, that was last October, I believe, but a month or so after that, like November, some maybe beginning of December, I don't remember what when, when it was. We recorded episode two, and then sort of episode three. Um, but we kind of thought episode two was way too short, so then we recorded another part of it. So it was kind of like it was going to be one episode combined. I didn't really know how I was going to do it. Might have been two different episodes. Might have just been one. I hadn't figured it out yet. Problem was, we maybe got too drunk, and it was kind of a little bit off the rails. And then I kind of forgot about it entirely, and I never got around to editing it, because I was going to have to edit a good amount of it, and uh, figuring all that things out with its own separate feed and all that stuff, and I never got around to it, Um, so it never saw the light of day. Will it ever? Maybe. But that's for a different podcast. Um, So this is episode two, technically episode two, um, of the Very Drunken Podcast. I... I'm working on making this a separate podcast. Um, I right now have a feed set up for our my old podcast, Boom. Uh, G&G Presents Boom Podcast, which is no longer a thing. But I feel like I can just trans- transition that into the Very Drunken Podcast uh, easier than setting up a new one, I think. We'll see what happens. But be on the lookout for that if that does happen. And maybe for those lost episodes that may or may not see the light of day uh but <laughs> for now this is episode two and for anyone listening on the one man renegade podcast that is used to my generally clean um uh line of podcasting um typically don't use any naughty language or anything like that but um a very drunken podcast is by no means that and it will have explicit lyrics uh viewer or listener discretion is advised so be aware that and be on the lookout for maybe future episodes on a very drunken podcast on um its own feed or maybe on this feed i don't know we'll see what happens but check it out for now thanks for listening looks like there's gonna be a brawl you playing something good hell yeah rolling stone street fighting man g seven you just hit g eight if you like pina coladas Hey, how come you get a pool cue?
Hello, and welcome to the Very Drunk Podcast. What was that again? Or the Very Drunk Podcast, Volume 7, but only 2, because I don't know what happened to the rest of them. <laughs> Back by Unpopular Demand. No, it's no, no one asked for this. We bring you a Very Drunk Podcast. I mean, it, it's in association with the One Man Renegade Podcast, because we'll see what happens when I... R.I.P. Boom Podcast. Oh, yeah. Boom Where the fuck you been, Boom oh, Podcast? Yeah. I haven't heard from you guys in like three years. What happens to the boom on the boom podcast? R.I.P. Yeah. motherfuckers. But anyways, this is a very drunk podcast in association with the One Man Renegade podcast. Um, we say that in love to the boom renegade podcast, but not really. Um, this is probably taking over that feed because I don't know how else to do this. <laughs> and I'm going to take over the boom whatever the hell it was called, podcast, with the one, the, no, the very drunk podcast. I mean, at this point, Greg, you're the only one standing from Boom, so. It's true, it is so true. So you're, you're going to take the name from Boom. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's, it's just going to become that. So if, if for some reason you were, like, subscribed to the Boom whatever podcast, Boom Presents G&G Podcast, I think was what it was called, uh, and that's not a thing anymore, and all of a sudden, like, oh, what is this? Oh, there's a new thing? Yeah, it's the Very Drunk Podcast. And, uh, yeah, we're here. We're doing it. We're doing the thing. It and is we, a thing. We drink beers. Uh, we drink beers. For a few hours. And, well, and we discuss I just... Yeah, we, whatever. So I am the Honorable Greg B, and with me is... The Very Drunk, the Very Maniacal, the Very Crazy, Mr. Mike Fossey from the motherfucking Bronx. Yeah. By the way, this podcast is not PG, as Greg not, always says. No, no. Um, well, so, the boom, the boom podcast wasn't either. So you know that just falls on. But, um, but if you're to, listening to One Man Renegade podcast, somehow I linked this or something. Yes, beware. So beware. this one we we can. You're, you, this is podcast is open for any political discussions, any verbiage discussions. Nobody gives a shit. We're going to be very open range. If you get offended, fuck you. If you agree with it. Love you. If you disagree with it, who cares? That's so, what life is. Let's go. Yeah, so well, she's going to start off with Colin Kaepernick. No, I'm just talking. I don't, no one cares about Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Fuck Colin Kaepernick. He used to play football. He doesn't play football. People have problems with that. We don't care. Am I going to we'll, burn we'll, shoes over it? No. I don't we'll, give a shit. I mean, I'm wearing Nikes right now, but I've been wearing these since well before Colin Kaepernick was relevant. Uh, so that's not the point. No. No, what we're talking about today is stuff that's way more, uh, bet, uh I don't know. It's way more interesting. Relevant. Interesting. interesting. De- definitely interesting. Maybe way not relevant, but definitely interesting. Who gives a shit about Colin Kaepernick? No one cares about Colin Kaepernick. Except for, uh... Except for CNN and Fox News and their political differences on this whole Colin the Ni- Kaepernick the, situation. The Nike uh, stock holders. It's fine. But speaking of stockholders. You know what this? You know, you know what the biggest stock in the world right now is? In the world, Apple. I looked at this. Well, not probably, but the biggest, like the, like the biggest stock among like people like our age. If you bought this stock when it came out, and maybe not even like right when it came out, but like like a little bit after it came out, and had it today, I I, I did the math. I did math. I do math. What I do for like life is math. Unfortunately. Um, 
if I had bought WWE stock in like 2011, let's say I bought, let's say I bought like a thousand dollars worth of WWE stock in 2011. You know how much that'd be worth worth today? How much would it be worth? I'd be working eleven thousand dollars. I would have made ten thousand dollars just buying WWE stock. So investing in Vince McMahon, and I, de- and will I definitely get you wasted. I definitely wasted a thousand dollars on bullshit in the last ten years that I, I could mean, have and been invested in WWE. In ten years, which Greg, would you, you, be worth, you probably spent a thousand dollars on Nike sneakers. Let's be real. That here. is also true. Colin Kaepernick. Ruined my life. <laughs> it's, it's, oh shit! It was almost a beer down, but it's not a oh, beer down. Uh, that's the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically, if I had just put all my money in WWE stock, I'd be a millionaire. Interesting. Not really though. I'd be like a thousandaire. Thousandaire. Ten thousandaire. Like eleven thousandaire. I don't know. I mean, that's interesting. Because... If I put a thousand dollars, if I put all the money I owned. Which is probably $1,000 10 years ago, but that's not the point. Because if you look at 2011, that's I I stopped watching wrestling back then at that point. So this is not even in the peak of like the Attitude no, Era. No, paying attention. Or you know, even the, the steroid era of the 80s when the wrestling was like crazy. This is after like WCW is already out of business and stuff. So could you just imagine like if you invested in when, you, when they first opened up, like in the Attitude Era, or, or were they successful back then? Well, that was the thing. Like, that's why they went public. Because like, oh, we're so successful, it should go public. That's my Vince McMahon voice. Ah, let's do it. Come on, pal. Let's just let's just fucking go public. Let's well, just go public. We'll make billions of dollars. And then they did. And then it was kind of like, eh, whatever. For like 10 to... Tw- tw- like 13 years. And all of a sudden, they released a network... And it got good again. Oh, so the network's kind of what the network. No, no, no. It went great. And they- So, um, random so, transition. But, so this is um, live right now, so shit yeah, happens sometimes. Shit happens sometimes. You're not allowed to say live, clearly, but this is live. And uh, We were talking about WWE stock, and then it went up the battery too went much, dead. and then the battery went dead. So. Because that bodes well for WWE stock, apparently. But, the point of all of this, the point of all of this, was, me and Fasio were talking the other day. We were. I don't know. Speaking of WWE, weeks ago, WWE Network. WWE Network, because I've been watching a lot of WWE Network recently. So if you look, if you look at the ECW clips, um, now ECW 
what was fantastic about them back in the days is the wrestlers, they got to pick their favorite song. Sandman came out to Sandman. Well, it actually just makes sense. Tommy Dreamer came out to... He, his name was Sandman. Yeah. And he, his, he came out to enter Sandman because, yeah. Well, it's fucking badass, though. It's, well, it's also badass. 500 people it's singing... badass and it also makes sense. As opposed to, like, Mariano Rivera, who uh, didn't even know what Metallica was. Someone told him, it's like, hey, you should come up with this cool-ass song because this guy that wrestles down the street is coming out of this song and you're closing games. And then he did it. Yeah. And then it became his song somehow, which is fucking bullshit. Let's talk about that for a second. Well, he owns it though. Like it's his. Like no other. I know. No, no other. No other. Redneck Billy Wagner on. came out to Benson Sandman. It makes more sense than Mariano Rivera. That's fine. But, but whatever. that being said, that it was being said, Sandman. Mariano Rivera should never came out to Enter Sandman. He, he didn't have the look. Sandman. He didn't have the look of it. He didn't have the mentality for it. But he closed the games. So basically, he liked out. Yeah, Enter Sandman. I get it. Sandman. Yeah. Sandman. Out people, you know. Send He's probably me the most dream. dominant closer of all time. Bring me the blah, 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 blah. I heard that from um, Back to the Future. But regardless of all that, the point of this conversation is, well... Besides ECW. Besides with, ECW, with, with who some just... some Chains action, and who the Raven come out to? Nirvana or... I don't know, it was, no, it was Offspring. Come out and play. Come out and play. And then Tommy Dreamer was, is Man in the Box. Tom and Jamer, yeah, man. So, so besides all that fun stuff that, that ECW brought to the table, so you can't account that, what are the best entrance songs of all time for WWE wrestlers? So we, we, me and Greg talked about this a few days ago, and we have different opinions on this, but we'll get mm-hmm. to that right now. So, Well, and it wasn't even, it was just in, you know, yeah, it was wrestling. It wasn't, it wasn't specifically W. Well, yeah, so w. WCW. It was WCW, WWE, WWE, WWE WF, no, whatever. You can't, you can't, can't count ECW. Uh, you can't, but the EC, yeah, ECW doesn't really count because they went out to their own song. And the other thing was like, because ECW probably had like top five, old right? school like WWF and NWA and maybe even originally WCW too. It's like you know, I mean, the Road Warriors came out to Iron Man. That's fucking badass, but like. You can't count that because that was that's 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 Black Sabbath. They they you know there's other things too. There's other examples too. I mean, like even like even like originally like Ricky Steamboat back in the day came out to like serious. What? Yeah, I think he went to the kung fu kind of fucking music. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was serious. By that group, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But regardless, those don't count because they're actual so songs. So Gre- Greg's number one is... Actual songs. Greg's number one fucking favorite entrance song, he told me for fact, is Don't Go Messing With The Country Boy by Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> I don't know if I said that. I'm pretty sure what I said was, it was, um... um no, it was, it was not... See, he's at a loss that. because he definitely said... Don't go messing with the country boy. Pretty sure I did. Fucking hillbilly Jim. Don't go messing with the country no, boy. No. I'm pretty sure he sent me a clip on YouTube. I can attest to this. I can send you the video proof of fucking Mr. Man introducing hillbilly Jim for Don't Go Mess with the Country Boy. 
So I feel like whatever he's saying right now is the opposite of what he's trying to say because that's what he sent to me. What I was trying to send to him was Outback Jack. Um, Jesus Christ, what the hell is the name of that song? I don't know. Oh, you man. got Country Boy in your fucking mind. That's I why. do. Now you just ruined it because it was like, um, God, Jesus. Ah, what was the name of that song? Now, now you, now you screwed it. My uncle was talking about my song like a week ago, like two weeks ago. Um, Australian song. This guy's but had a loss of words. I, I just lost, I lost it. I lost uncle it. Uncle messed with country boy. No, I didn't song. think you were gonna say that because I didn't have it on my list. And I'm talking about Outback Jack and um. And I'm going to look it up my phone right now. You keep talking. Just right, say, so you start talking. Essentially talking for me. It. It's fine. I if, have it on if, my phone. If you're looking at entrance songs, I've done biggest this pop I think of boom. all time for oh. entry song. But all, you wait, got Stone wait, wait, Cold. Wait, wait. Come wait, out. Come. Glass shatters. Boom. Fantastic entrance song. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Um, not my favorite, though. Stone Cold's not my favorite. But No, you know, I, I agree. Stone Cold is definitely up. Like, you get the crowd reaction when he came out in that attitude era. And you heard that glass shattered. You know that you know the, you got the ball rolling for a fucking interest on that. That was classic. Um, Hogan, obviously in the eighties, you can't top that. I, was, I remember as a little kid. Yeah, I mean it's also my list. Real American comes out. You know everybody loved it. Yeah, no, who, who didn't love who, who didn't love Hogan coming out? You know in the eighties coming out to that song. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, NWO era, not supposed to count because it's a Jimi Hendrix song. But badass when he came out to Moon Child. And then we'll see. All right, so well, that's true too. I agree with that. But I do, I did like the original NWO. Like Moon Child was great too. I get. It. But the thing is, I've been watching, and the thing is, I've been watching the um, network, and it sucks because every time Hogan comes out when he did originally come out to Voodoo Child, they'll just put in the NWO music. But the problem with that is... It doesn't sync right. It doesn't sync right because when he used to come out to the Voodoo Child, everyone was like, oh, here comes Hogan. Versus when the NWO music came out. It was all of them. It could have been anyone. It could have been anyone. It could have been Nash. could have been Hall. could have been you know, Buck six Bagwell. Six-pack or whatever the fuck his name Six-pack or, like, you know, it didn't matter. So th- that's the problem. To one degree... And the worst example of this is go watch um, World War Three ninety seven. That sounds awful already. Yeah, oh, it was terrible. Like there was, it was a sixty man battle royal. Everyone's in there. There's fifty nine guys. So there's one guy that hasn't come out yet. Um, then all of a sudden, like it comes down to like, I think it was like. So this is Hall, like the Royal Rumble. It was like Hall six. Macho Man, Sting, and like Big Wait, Show. Wait, time out. So WCW used to have a version of the Royal Rumble, but instead of thirty people, six. yeah, it was sixty. But no, everyone was out there at the same time. Also, oh, okay. But it was like it came down to like Hall, Luger's. No, it was Hall, Luger, Giant, and Macho Man. I think, and then all of a sudden, the NWO music hits. So everyone's thinking it's Nash because he hadn't come out yet. But then it stops. And it's like, okay, what's going on? What's going on? And then the NW music hits again 
And everybody's like, oh my god, wait a minute. Oh, it's Hogan. But he hasn't come out yet. Because, actually, in the original version, they're playing Voodoo Child. So everyone knows it's Hogan. But you're watching it on the network, and it's like, it's just the NWO music. So you don't understand what's happening. I mean, I don't want to go into the details, but Hogan comes out, and then Sting comes out. But actually, Sting is Nash, and then... Scott Hall ends up winning, and it becomes a whole thing. And then three months later, he Sounds loses awful. his thing. No, it was awful. It was actually it was terrible. It was terrible. But in terms of my greatest um, entrance music, I mean NWO was right up there. With little guitar, I I kind I kind of found that boring. I want to be honest with you. Well, because I think they ruined it. I I think what ruined it for me and. This is what ruined the WCW for me is what they should do with the MWO is keep it WWF exclusive. So like Nash, Hall, Hogan, Macho Man. They should have kept DiBiase in the mix. You had Virgil, Miss Elizabeth. You could even brought in like Luger if you wanted to because he well, kind of wasn't the WWF. That's true. But when they when they started doing Bischoff and Buff Bagwell and all these other idiots, well, the thing was initially. Him. And I can attest to this because I've been watching the old episodes on the um, WNR. They had a different theme music. It was like the it was like the other guys' theme music. And for a while, that was that made sense. I was like, all right, here comes Conan or Buff Bagwell or Scott Norton or whatever. They'd come out to this other music, but only like Nash, Hogan, Bischoff. Or six or whatever, like the main guys would come out to like the NWO music, and I was like, okay, you know that them, but then Hogan started doing the Voodoo Child, Voodoo Child, and then everyone else started just using the regular NWO music, so then it kind of ruined it. But it was still good. I mean, yeah, I mean, for me that deflated the whole NWO. I mean, my all-time favorite W W. Any kind of wrestling, it's the Four Horsemen with the guitar riff, has an 80s tinge to it, kind of sounds like the main guitar solo from Top Gun. They, I think it's badass. I mean, you, you hear like that, you fucking come out, just stand there for a second, let the crowd fucking take you in, fucking own the shit, and just walk out. Ric Flair fucking owned that song. The rest of the Horsemen rotated are probably dead right now. As we noticed earlier, at least four of the horsemen that rotated are dead. Was it four? You got, uh... I mean, it was... Flying Blind Pillman. Two. Dead. Yeah, that's true. Buff, uh... What's his name? Chris, the idiot that killed himself yeah. is dead. Alright, so two out of... Chris two Benoit. Two out of... Two of them are dead. The other two hate each other so much they try to kill each other. That's why I'm going with four. Cycle Sid and, and Anderson. True, but they're both alive. Yeah, so... To this day. Alright, so two horsemen are dead. That we know of. Yeah. But no, no, I think that's it. And then Mongo Mike Michael should never been a fucking horseman in the first <laughs> well, that's, place. That's a whole other blob wax. Um, no, uh, but yeah. I mean, I don't know what else you had on your list. I mean, what else I had? I had the Hogan original. You mentioned Hulk Hogan. Hulk's. Obviously, great. Uh, four horsemen. Four horsemen. I had an NWO. You said Austin. You mentioned yep. Austin. Which is fantastic. The Ultimate Warriors was oh, yeah. pretty that, 
that was, that God was damn too. fantastic. I don't know who, who arranged that one. That was fucking fantastic. Oh, I think it was Jim Johnston. He did a lot of lot of WWE uh, themes back in the day. Um, but oof. oh yeah, I mean, as a kid, that well, heck, coming out running running fifty miles per hour to the state to the to the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, oh, yeah, that was amazing. That was amazing. Um, I don't know if she had any lists. I only wrote down those little ones. Does it? That's it. Um, I got five. I had demolition. I don't know if you remember demolition. Demolition. Walking the Z- Yeah, of course. I oh did. yeah, demolition was fantastic. Well, because that was the thing. Like they they came along around the around that time that like Legion of Doom. You know, Legion of Doom. Yeah, Legion of Doom are the Road Warriors was a thing on the other side of uh, other side of the you know wrestling world outside of WWE. Or WF at the time. Um, and I was like, okay, well, they're not here, so let's make another team that's basically the same thing, but, you know, a little bit different. And, you know, they came out dressed like the guy from Road Warrior, um, Humongous, uh, which was weird because then they become a wrestler and, uh, in Memphis, I don't, I don't, I don't who know I believe was Psycho Sid, um, if you go back and look at the actual facts. But Jerry Lawler is the only one can confirm that. Um, but regardless, <laughs> he was the Ayatollah of rock and roll, who then Chris Jericho ripped off in the late 90s. So Psycho Sid was the Ayatollah of rock and roll? But he was humongous. And just walk away. Just walk away. That's all I gotta say. Um, but regardless, if you've never seen The Road Warrior, Mad Max 2, Road Warrior, it's a fantastic movie. But basically, they were wearing what the guy was wearing in that movie, and they were coming out with masks and whatever. And initially, they didn't have any theme music. They just came out like, oh, here's some badass dudes that are gonna beat you up. Then, they put together, the WWE put together the Pile Driver album. I don't, know if you know, I don't know if you know the Pile Driver album. Not aware of it. But it's fantastic. Uh, but, and like, most of the songs on there are just, like, random songs that, like, got, like the wrestlers, like, sang. But a couple of them were songs that were actually end up being, like, theme songs for people. Like, Honky Tonk Man's theme was on there. Um, but Demolitions was definitely on there. And it was so you you owned this album as a young kid. Amazing, it was amazing. So you had this album as a young kid, or what? I didn't, and I wish I had because I feel like <laughs> it'd be worth some money today. To be honest, but I don't, I don't know. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it was like the one they didn't re-release because they released like everything else except for this one for some reason. I don't. Know, I think it was owned by Sony or something. So like Sony was like, ah. Eh. No, or CBS, or I don't know who it was. Or the Columbia, or something. I don't well, know. Did you like the Legion of Doom? Whoa, what a rush. Well, you know. That was pretty good, too. The Legion of Doom was pretty good, too. I'll be honest, yeah. I, I mean, but, I don't know. Partial to Demolition, huh? Demolition was, I don't know. It was great. And I might, I might uh, sprinkle in some versions of the song. There you go. Yeah, we'll see what happens. 
We've already had enough technical difficulties already. Yeah, I had, had a few slight tidbits there. Yeah. I thought a right, few beers so would, wouldn't cure. Let's do a cut right now. All right, now we're back. Um. So what else do we want to talk about? Oh, well. Movies? So, yeah, well, in December we have our, 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 our future podcast about... Um, well, it's probably more like July. Movies up to now. Well, through July, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you want to do it. But, well, oh, well right. this year in review of movies, I mean, I think today, this year sucks in movies, to be quite honest with you. I thought last year was horrible. I think this year's kind of shitty, too. The first movie I saw this year was um, Death Wish. <laughs> well, I'm not going to... Oh, boy. I'm not going to give my review on Death Wish because, you know, that's a different podcast. But Yeah, I know. Well, let's but, just start uh, with, The first movie I saw this year was Death Wish. That's how bad. Yeah, this I, saw, year's been I saw that, too. It wasn't the first movie I saw, but it was... Well, the I, movie I saw it in theaters, Death Wish. We saw it, like, in okay. early January or whatever. Um, yeah. What? Well, I don't... Do I, my problem with that movie was... And not to give too much away, but, um... It didn't need to be Death Wish, I guess. I guess that's my biggest issue. I mean, they took the story... They, they took the character name, took the daughter's name, kind of twinged the storyline... It had good death scenes, but there was no re- reason to make a death wish. No, it could be could be like uh, Death Punch. You could even make that a fucking diehard if you wanted like, to. Oh yeah, you know that's true. Like you have Bruce. Instead of Doctor who's a cop, his daughter gets killed, and he gets fucking pissed off. McLean gets pissed. You could have made that a fucking yeah, good one. Diehard, diehard number seven, or whatever the fuck it was. Diehard eighty four. Uh, no, of not the uh, year, like just the eighty four. Speaking of eighty four, summer eighty four. Also another movie I saw this year. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what? Yeah, so this year so far movie movies I've seen so far. You've seen eighty four movies. No, I, I mean I, I give all the movies I've seen this year a C plus so far. Um, okay, okay. I mean, I mean, Greg was fun at fan of Super Troopers too. I thought it was awful. No, I mean I, I don't think it was terrible. I mean, Super Troopers two might be the worst movie I've seen this year. That's fine. Actually, that's a lie because I fell asleep during um. The commuter twice. I couldn't even finish mm. the fucking movie. That's the worst movie I've seen this year. <laughs> so don't see the commuter. If you listen to this co- podcast, Liam Nielsen movies usually are fucking kick ass. Yeah, they are. Usually. Except for the commuter. It sucks. It may have taken me a couple times to get through it, I'll be honest. I mean, I was oh. only. The only reason I watched Super Troopers 2 all the way through to begin with was because I was in the theaters, but that's a whole. Another. Awful. Category, I think. And why the fuck was Rob Lowe even in that movie? Oh, Rob Lowe. <laughs> that means zero sense. I don't need to talk about Rob Lowe touching other guys' penises, so let's move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> concerts! How many concerts have you seen? Oh, we've been to a few this year. Me and we Jim. have. Well, you as well. So oh, yeah. We, we just did Pearl Jam. We did just do Pearl Jam. So Pearl Jam. Um, so my right with Pearl Jam this year, let's let's just say um, it's been a roller coaster. I mean... I've seen them in Europe this year. Had tickets to Seattle. Fortunately, I couldn't go, and I had fucking pit tickets. So I was brokenhearted about that. Bad and they did Fenway. Yeah. Fenway Night 1, I gave it an 8.2. Oh, well, no, before that. Well, Barcelona. Well, yeah, you, you skipped over that first part. Well, Barcelona was fantastic, that concert. If you look at that set list, they were on point. Good three-hour show. 32 songs, 34 songs I think they played. A little variety of everything. And they really didn't play one shitty song that song, that set list. 
venue was where the 92 Olympics were. Fucking awesome. Where the Dream Team played, if you can imagine that. Top of a hill overlooking the whole city. Beers in the venue were, you know, okay. It wasn't a Bud Light. Uh, but we had good seats, and you go up the Wait, stairs. It wasn't a Bud Light? wasn't Bud Light. What'd they have? Uh, what the hell was it called? I forget the name, to be honest with you. But the beer pourer, in Spain, instead of a beer guy, there's a guy with a backpack. And the backpack's full of beer. Like, it's like a... And he has like a hose. Yeah, I, you know, and I've seen that before. He sprays the beer from this backpack contraption. I've seen that before in the in the states with like water. So like, think of the movie, um, radio. Like, what's that guy called? Radio, the guy, radio flyer or some bullshit. This guy has a backpack. radio. I don't know. Like, it, um, with, um, it's like a superhero fucking backpack. The fucking. I don't think he was a superhero. So the guy has a fucking backpack full of beer. And he puts the beer in a cup, and that's how you buy beer from Beer Guy in Spain, which is kind of interesting. I was a little reluctant to do it, but I was desperate for a beer, so I did it. Um, fuck, I forget the name of the beer. I wish I had it. We can edit it out so quick later on. No, we'll, we'll figure it out. But the set list was fantastic. Uh, Three-hour set. Awesome. Then Federway Night 1, I gave... I will, Barcelona, I gave about a 9.25. Mm, that's pretty good. Fenway Night 1, I gave an 8.2. Yeah, I mean, Fenway Night 1, you know, I mean, given... It was rushed, in my opinion. Uh, it was definitely rushed. That's definitely They came true. on stage late. They rushed, and Eddie talked a little bit, and... He talked about global warming for no reason. I mean, it was hot, but, like, it's Labor Day weekend. It's going to be hot. Um... But uh, yeah, no, d- like I mean, they the went fantastic to... version of Black Night One. Yeah, really yeah. good version of Black. Yeah, it was and good. Tom Petty cover is fantastic. The Tom Petty what version uh, cover of um, I Won't Back Down? I mean, yeah, that was pretty good. It and was the release good. was epic. Yeah, yeah, it definitely had highlights. No, in terms it was of good. concerts I've been to, it was bad. But uh, out of all the shows I've seen, better. I mean, it's in the lower tier of shows I've been to, and my seats were better night one than they were night two. But not unless go to night two. Night two was fantastic. They opened up, they were on fire, they just crushed the whole set list. Same amount of time. Came I, out I, earlier. I didn't realize that they there was the same amount of songs, thirty songs. It was, but they came out earlier. Really? I felt like they ended earlier too, though. Regardless, I mean, I feel like they actually got, they actually did curfew the second night, if nothing else. Um, but I don't, not, I don't, maybe they're not of, but I just felt, I felt like the second night they, um, they made more sense of encores, whereas the first night they're like, oh, we're going to go off for two seconds and come back on. The second night, I feel like they went on for like a minute. Or two. I, I thought the second night they made it a little more dramatic, then came back out, which is fine. I mean, it is what it is. But also, the second encore, I think the second night was well, like five songs as opposed to two. Or yeah, whatever it was. for sure. Or three. I think it was three the first night. I think it was five or six the second night. But I think I think they realized night one that like they fucked up a little bit, and night two they were like, "I'm not gonna talk as much bullshit." I'm gonna go out and oh, rock it. Didn't Let's talk. just fucking jam. Let's have a good time. Bullshit. And it's just fucking song after song after song after yeah, song. There was like, no, there was no like tribute to Bono. Point. It was so good. There was no tribute to Bono the second night. 
What would you rank? What would you rank the two shows? Um, I mean, my favorite show of all time for Pearl Jam, and I don't know. We'll probably talk about this more in the Pearl Jam podcast that we're not doing right now. But I think it was second night Fenway in two years ago. Well, you know where I stand for my first. Well, I know. I mean, whatever. You caught a tambourine. That's right. You said it. Greg said it. I caught a fucking tambourine. That's correct. Night one, Fenway, 2016, blah, blah, blah. Roll two. Your birthday. Uh... Roll two. Don't, don't hate. No, it's fine. Whatever. Now, besides well, we'll Pearl Jam. We'll talk about that, though. Besides Pearl Jam, we we'll also saw. The... We'll do a Pearl Jam podcast. I still promised a Pearl Jam podcast. We also saw. We'll do that shit. Myself and the honorable Greg, we also saw Sir Ben that talks about. 18... Steel Panther. 18 things in a row. Now, unfortunately... Now, uh, no, yeah, fucking unfortunately... They didn't play that song. I mean, how many times have you... If you listen to this podcast religiously, and there's probably only two of you that do, <laughs> there's a certain song that's been on every single is, podcast. Is it George on the Cop? And uh, they didn't play it. It's my, it was my first Steel Panther show. I know. I felt bad. I was fired up about it. I feel like every other... Steel Panther show I've been to, they played that song. And then they fucking play it. But, you know, the thing was... And to make was... matters worse, make matters worse, they hinted at it. They were like, we're going to play this one, oh, we're totally going to play did. this one, we're going to play some 17 girls in a row. No! It didn't happen. But you know, it's 2018, not 2017, because they did the 2017 girls in a row tour, and you didn't come last year, and that's your own goddamn fault. Well, shit happens. But that's fine. Uh... But so this year, 2018, it was apparently the 20th anniversary of when they first started playing together at the the um, strip or something. I don't Sunset know. Sunset Strip, yeah. Sunset Strip, yeah. So they were doing a lot of covers. Now it wasn't like straight up covers. They were doing a bunch of like it was basically skits that were covers. But the song that they would have played in the same like time yeah, they period. They replaced Seventeen Girls with fucking Living on a Prayer. Yeah, Living on a Prayer. Oh, fuck yourself, guys. Are you fucking kidding me? Living on it's, a Prayer. It's... I'm living on this beer. Fuck you. <laughs> Alright, so Steel Panther happened. Yeah, Steel Panther happened. That that was a thing. Now let's talk about Gosmax. We also went to Gosmax. Oh, and yeah. shine down. All right, yeah, let's, we can talk about that. So here, here, here's what I gotta say about that, sh- about that fucking tour. I mean, have you seen Godsmack before? Many times. Have you seen Shine Down before? I have. I've been with I you. Have. We went together. We did. Um. Uh, have they well, done better shows before? Wait, before that, have, wait. Have you seen Godsmack and Shine Down together before? Together, I oh, have. Wait, I have. Yeah, but I have. Um. Did they do better shows that time? And also, you got to see Stained and Fozzy and P.O.D. and a bunch of other bands. Oh, yeah, I did. And those so, are still yeah. better. Sounds like a disappointing show. Better shows. Yeah, it was a disappointing show. But were those Saturday during the day, you get to tailgate and go to see them and hang out with friends and like tailgate all day and blah, blah, blah. No, so you know. Yeah, the overall, better. Overall, it's still pretty good. Time, good. Yeah, pretty good. Wait, time out. We we've got to rank Steel Panther. What'd you rank that show? Oh, uh, 
out of the five times I've seen Steel Panther, it probably was the worst. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck me. I, I said I know. I, I said yeah, I don't. Which, I know. by the way, Steel Panther is playing at what used to be Lupo's Heartbreak Hotel. Are they? They're coming Very back? soon, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be the same exact show we saw. It painted on my Ticketmaster. It's like, you might want to see Steel Panther. I'm sure it's going to be the well, same exact show. It's like show. The Strand now. It'll be the Strand, yes. That's true. Well, and I'm sure it's going to be the same R. exact R. show. Lupo, Lupo's Heartbreak Hotel. Which wasn't the one I ever went to, but that's regardless. Uh, they moved. I saw ICP there. A Lupo Cypress Hotel? Yeah, but not the one that was the one that... Oh, you went to the one by the water that became yeah. condominiums. <laughs> I don't know what it is now. Yeah. Sure. So, unfortunately, Greg's... So Whatever. Why the uh, fuck would you see ICP I don't in the first know. Place? It was 1999. They were popular. So, back back to the Godsmack thing. Regardless. So, it was Godsmack at the time. That's probably the first time I saw Godsmack, too. It wasn't so, at Lupo's, but it was... At so these, Stadium, I think. Here's or my no, problem with this Gosmack show. Thing. The Gosmack show we went to or, two weeks ago. Yeah. Gosmack and Shine. Three now. weeks ago. If you're co-headlining, to me a co-headliner does 20 songs each. You're co-headlining a concert. A typical headliner, you're looking at at least 20 songs. Let's say 18 songs. They did what an opening act. Each each band did an equivalent of an opening act set list. 12 songs each. And of those 12 songs... At least four of them for each band was shitty songs and that were from a new album that you're not familiar with. If I'm gonna see a Gosmack song, I want to see They're both a new album, Straight Out of Line, which is from the Faceless album. I want to see Bad Religion from the first album. I want to see uh-huh. Bad moon. moon or whatever. Moon Baby. Moon Baby, whatever. It was a full moon. It was it, all, well, that was the other thing too. It was the it was the twentieth anniversary of their original album coming out. And you'd think, okay, that's that makes they sense. They should have played the whole fucking They're album. They're in their hometown, relatively speaking, of, you know, yeah, Boston, and, and he made it fucking whatever. clear it was his hometown, too, the son mm-hmm. of a bitch. Yeah. But he couldn't fucking play a good fucking song for us. Because fucking asshole. I feel like it was all set up to their pyro. All I gotta say is, fuck Silly Earner, you suck. You, you can't fucking be original for fucking one show, you piece of shit. This fucking podcast is not dedicated to you. <laughs> Fuck you, you motherfucker. Wow. You suck. You're actually a pretty good artist. That's fine. For that show, fine. you suck. Like Fuck you. But, I mean, you know, if you do something different for the hometown show. No, different from Shine, no. At least he fucking played the same set list every day. But he makes it unique, so he runs out and he fucking sings yeah. to each crowd, which is pretty cool. Yeah, they did. You they know, did. not many artists. You know, Eddie did it for fucking Fenway. Yeah. Does it for, you know, he, well, Eddie does it for Porch every show for Pearl Jam. But the dude from Australia, I don't know his name, good voice, whatever his name is. Fucking, he comes out, jumps off the stage, runs into the into the shitty seats, and he sings a song with you guys. So, like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Too. So, yeah, Gosmack. The four, first four times I saw them, they were at least a nine. I saw them in Crew Fest 2, Blue Motley Crew out of the water. I saw him live in Albany for the first time with this girl named Randy Libby from SVC. That show's probably a 10. But when they play the same drum solo, which was the best part of the show years back, mm. for the last... Yeah, it was the I same mean, drum shit. solo I'd seen the last four shows. I graduated college in 2005. They're playing the same goddamn drum solo since 2005. Yep. Hey, Sully, change up your fucking drum solo, you son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself. Okay, then. All right, what else you got for concerts? Happy Nord Day. 
Um, uh, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Oh yeah. Jesus! No, I was like, you skipped, you skipped the Foo Fighters. Right, what do you think of Foo Fighters? I mean, you know, it was basically the same show as they did three years ago. <laughs> yeah, same show they did three years ago. Hey, Dave Grohl. It's fine. You're supposed to be a rock legend. When you only change five fucking songs... Well, and because you have a new album out. You only change five fucking songs from the last time we saw you on tour and the two new, years ago? New album. Go so fuck yourself, Dave, bro. Uh, You're a legend. And you fucking can't change your set list every show? You have to play the same goddamn show? You say you're the last fucking Mohegan of... The last of the Mohicans for fucking rock and roll. Yeah, you play the same fucking show every fucking tour. Oh, wait, I saw you in Boston? It's the same show. I saw you in Nashville? It's the same show. I saw you in fuck. No, fucking speaking of which, you fucking, you fucking canceled Nashville, you son of a bitch. You didn't <laughs> even right. give me a fucking reason. You canceled the show. We fly down to Nashville. Oh, we're going to have a fucking good time. I see some Foo Fighters. Yeah, let's rock and roll. Oh, the day of the concert. Oh, I can't play the show. We canceled. Go fuck yourself. Dave fucking girl, you fucking rock legend. Fuck you. You're worse than Lars Ulrich. Go fuck yourself. Wow. Okay. Uh, DDP hates you too. Um, <laughs> I've watched old wrestling. We've talked about this. I already said this earlier. Um, but uh, yeah, all the all the all the Nirvana covers that they had in old school WCW are edited out. Or Pearl Jam, too. But, but to be honest, I'm a fan of Foo Fighters. I don't think they cared. All I, wanted, all I wanted, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you're paying 85 95 actually, those tickets were like $120 no, a pop. $125, yes. If but you're a same, fan of a band. The same show as I saw Why would ago. you play? Why would you give your fans the same show night well, after night after no. night after night? Change it up. Be a little original. But, I, mean, but we, we, I mean, we knew that going in that. That's why I went to one, not both. But I will say this though: outside of him not being on like a like wheelchair or whatever the fuck it was um, three years ago, and not mixing in the new songs from the new album, yeah, Skies and it was, it was an awful song. Kind of the same show. Same show three years ago. Just kind of the same show. And you know it's pretty sad. Except. They closed with Everlong instead of opened with it. You know what's pretty sad? That was the only difference. That was the only difference. I'm going to tell you, in terms they of concerts... They closed with Everlong instead of opening with it. Here's what's pretty sad in terms of concerts. I'm going to be very honest with you. What else you got? What else you got? I think Jen's like... favorite two bands are OAR... Oh, I didn't go to that shit. ...and Dave Matthews. I didn't go to that shit. Did you enjoy those better? OAR and Dave Matthews had a better time what? than I did what? at Foo Fighters. Okay. OER and Dave Matthews also had a better time than I had. had a better shirt at Foo Fighters. Than, than I had at Godsmack. No. But the, but the, but the pregame was fine with the, with the fucking barbecue. I'm talking about just the concert oh, in general. the concert itself. The whole atmosphere of the pre-part, you know, we had a great time tailgating. I'm talking about concert itself, quality of the concert, quality of your bang for your buck tickets. Jen's favorite bands did a better job than my third favorite band, which is Foo Fighters. Gosback was probably like my seventh or eighth favorite band, but her hippity dippity bands, both of them came out with fucking different set lists each night. They fucking ripped it. Dave Matthews did a three and a half hour set. I know you don't like Dave Matthews, but like fucking. Yeah. I had a better time music wise and set list wise 
and knowing this in originality. I mean, I got to fart for three hours, too. But that's that's Just saying. I don't know. <laughs> well, sort of. That's that. No, so, I mean, you know. So my year in concerts is probably, I'm going to go off a, if you, if you, if you count the Seattle situation, it's, it's, a, it's a B. Okay. What about you? Um, you didn't get to see Third Eye Blind this year, unfortunately, I, right? I've never seen Third Eye Blind, actually. I've never actually seen Third Eye Blind. Um, but I did see Steel Panther. I did see Pearl Jam twice. Uh, saw Foo Fighters again. I saw Shine Down and Godsmack again. I saw Billy Joel. What did you think of that? Didn't let's, let's talk, talk about, about because he didn't go. Um, man, I talked about David Oriar, so go ahead. No, no, no. Billy no, Joel. No, that's why I brought it up. Uh, Billy Joel. I saw Billy Joel at Fenway. Uh, I, the only time I'd ever seen Billy Joel before was with uh, Elton John. It was the face-to-face thing at Gillette Stadium probably like eight years ago. Uh, and the problem I had with that was um, I don't need Elton John singing Piano Man. No, I want I want to hear Billy Joel singing Piano yeah, I want to hear Elton really Johnson, Benny and the give, Jets. Yeah, yeah. And that's, no, I don't, yeah, I don't need, yeah, I mean, I'm not a big Elton John fan to begin with. Benny Jets fine. Rocket Man's okay. Tiny Dancer's a banger. Tiny Dancer's whatever. I'm more of a Billy Joel fan. So if I'm going to see Billy Joel sing songs, I want to see Billy Joel sing the songs. Not Billy Joel and Elton John, like, playing together to sing sing songs. So, I go into Billy Joel to hear him sing his songs. Problem is, it's almost ten years later. Billy Joel doesn't have any new songs, which is good. Like, he hasn't put an album out in 25 years, so you know he's going to play hits. But he only played for like two and a half hours, which is like, eh, it's fine, but you know he has like seven hours worth of like songs I want to hear and I guess that's probably the issue I mean it wasn't bad it was it was he played was, two and a half hours he only played two and a half hours Pearl Jam only played two and a half hours each night but that's my point uh, like but Pearl Jam did two shows Billy Joel did one show I mean I know if I go see him at Madison Square Garden he's gonna put on a different show yeah which is fine. in the world which is fine, but um, those sell sell out right away. And I paid 150 bucks to see Billy Joel play 25 songs, which is fine, fine. But I thought he was going to play like 30 or 35. How go your seats? Uh, they were the same as the first night for Pearl Jam. Relatively speaking, I was okay. actually a little better because we were a couple rows up, so we were above the. Yeah, were you behind a fucking giant We were giant above net? the stupid nets. Yes. We were above the stupid nets that are there that they can't take down for one night. So there's a concert. I'd like to take a moment to um, send a special shout-out to the one person from the Very Jump Podcast who hasn't appeared today, yeah. but has appeared in every other Very Jump Podcast, the lovely Jen Sansone. She, oh, I uh, think unfortunately, the kitty. The kitty cat. Well, a kitty cat's not a... Well, yeah, well, her too, but... Jensen Stone has not made a, a cameo in this one. She normally makes a, a few cameos That's in a podcast. She's, so special shout out to her. It was an ordinary day, so. Um, 
she's probably sleeping right now. So this sips for you, Jen. I hope you're um, having some drunk, uh, beautiful dreams. Yeah. Well, I, the other thing I will say about Billy Joel, though. All right. So I don't know if I told you this, but I'll tell this story to the the, the podcasting people of the world. Um, so we're walking to, I'm walking to meet uh, my friend who I was going to the show with. Um, the Cheeky Monkey? No, we went to Yard House, actually. Uh, I got there like three, a little after three. Um, I'm walking up and I hear like music coming from the, from the venue, Fenway Park. I was like, are they playing Pour Some Sugar on Me? That's weird. Because Def Leppard's supposed to be there on Saturday. This is a Friday night show. Def Leppard, Journey, and uh, Cheap Trick were playing yeah. uh, the Saturday show. Did you go to that as well? No, I did not go to that. I was in Maine. I left to go to Maine the night after, right after Billy Joel Bates. Okay? But I was like, okay, that's weird, right? So I meet my friend, and we go inside and whatever. And we go outside on their, like, deck area, or patio area. And they're still playing that. And I'm like, that's weird. Why do they keep playing this song? It's like, you, you'd think if this is... Because I, initially I was thinking, oh, like, like Def Leppard's pre... Like, uh, doing soundtrack. Their, doing their soundtrack for the next day. Because <clears throat> I know Pearl Jam does their soundtrack, like, the day before. And I'm like, okay, well, Billy Joel's here tonight, day, blah, blah, blah. All right, whatever. <clears throat> but I was like, okay, that's weird that they would check this song. This is their song. That's just weird. And then, like, an hour later, maybe, um, start hearing um, Angels of Centerfold. And we're like, well, that's weird. Wasn't um, Peter Wolf, who's the lead singer of <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, lead singer of Jay Giles' band. Rest in peace, Jay Giles. That played the night before? Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. And then, and then, like, an hour later, we hear them start playing. Um, maybe not even an hour later. Like, maybe ten minutes later. A random Boston song. And we're like, why are they playing Boston right now? That's... None of this making any sense. So we get on the concert, and you know Billy Joel comes out and starts singing Billy Joel songs, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, here's some guy, like he's a friend of somebody, blah blah blah. He's gonna play a song, and they play Boston, not the whole song, but like, like more than a feeling, like the beginning of more than a feeling. Okay, 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 like." bunch of songs go by a bunch of songs go by i actually go to the bathroom to get and then get more beers and all of a sudden uh peter wolf comes on and it's uh angel centerfold and we're like uh i get in line with these like people and we're talking and we're like uh this is weird right and I'm like yeah and i'm like um pretty sure they were sound checking this earlier uh i'm guessing Get ready for pour some sugar on me and like a like a couple more songs. Get beers. Get up to the seats. Here's the guy from Def Leppard that's gonna be here tomorrow. 
uh, he's gonna help me sing a song, and then pour some sugar and me comes on. But it's just like, what? You would, you would have rather have heard three different Billy yeah. Joe songs. Three that. different Billy Joe songs, and also, if I was also going to the, you know, Def Leppard show the next night, or I'd just been at the uh, Jimmy Buffett and Peter Wolf's show the night before, I don't heard these songs. I don't need to hear these songs again. I'm That's here true. to see Billy Joel. I mean, not that I was. I didn't go to either of those shows. But, like, say that were somebody that was going to all three shows or whatever. It's like, what? why are you playing the same... Like, like, why are you playing the biggest tits of these bands that were either already here or going to be here the next day? I mean, the thing is, he doesn't need to do that at all. He's gonna, no, he doesn't. He's he has songs. Regardless. He has so many songs. And, yeah. And if, speaking of, speaking of um, artists that have plenty of songs that, unfortunately, we didn't get to hear, um, Ozzy Osbourne did his last show ever in Massachusetts, supposedly. 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 Well, I I think he's, what, 72 years old, we saw? Uh, He's going to be 70, I think. So I, it's soon. time he he he's done. Um, he played this past Thursday. Unfortunately, we had just gone to a couple of Pearl Jam shows, and but Stone Sour. No, say, luck, luck, lucky for us, we got confirmation that Stone Sour did not for play for the show. They were Stone Sour was supposed to open for him, but then there was a bunch of there's a lightning storm, lightning storms, and maybe they didn't. I still, I'm still 100% sure what happened there. But uh, regardless, I've seen Stone, Stone Sour before. They put in a great show at the House of Blues. Still waiting to see them live. They were headlining. They were great. Um, I've seen Ozzy uh, when he was like Ozfest Ozzy. And also in Black Sabbath. So, I mean... You didn't really have to go to that show. Did I need to spend like... 50 bucks to sit in the lawn? No. No. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, it would, I, I mean, you know, not that I, you know, not that I didn't want to see Ozzy again, but, you know, he's only played 12 songs, and 12 songs I've already seen him play you know, 20 years ago when he was, actually could sing them. You know, it's, you know, it's fine. You know, if I'd never seen him, yes, totally. But I'd seen him. I agree. Yeah. You know, it was the same thing with, like, Godsmack and Shinedown. It was like, no, well, I've seen both these bands multiple times, but it's a Saturday. And it's Godsmack and Shinedown combined. combined. That sounds good. like a good show. It's, it's, it's Saturday. It's good weather. You know, we tailgate. Why not? Yeah. That's why. You know, you know. And we did a lot of fucking tailgating that night. We did. And I mean, even the last time we went to go see Shine, and you had never seen Shine before when you started at the Schubert. No, I haven't. Um, but I'd seen them a couple times before, and I was like, oh, that's fine. I know they had a new album just about to come out. So I was like, all right, there's going to be a couple of new songs or whatever, but mostly it's going to be old stuff. And it's also at a weird venue. But I was like, it's also like a small venue. I've never seen a small venue before. That'd be cool. And it, and was, it was. That was a fun show. Yeah. Yeah. And so was the after party at Clary's. <laughs> <laughs> But that's for another podcast there. Is it? Alright, I mean, what else we got? Anything else? All I gotta say is I'm about to finish my beer. Yep. 
2018 has been a little interesting this year. Mm-hmm. But stay tuned for more drunk shenanigans. And uh, speaking of Steel Panther, um, I think we might have to wait, talk wait, about it. Wait, 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 wait. How many? So, I mean, it's the wrong year, though, right? It's 2018, though. Yeah. What, I mean, it was 2017. Because there was 2017. Yeah, that's fine. Well, but then there was 17, right? 17? 17. Se- what, 17 what? 17 girls in a row. All right, there you go, episode two of the Very Drunken Podcast. Now, um, like I said in the opening, and probably during the podcast, maybe at some point, uh, hopefully this will be on its own feed, Very Drunken Podcast. Take a look in for that. I'll post stuff if that does end up being the case and we do more episodes and or if the last episodes appear. Uh, but for now, for those of you listening here on the One Man Renegade Podcast, if you haven't already, please subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, uh, unless you got this through that, in which case, go check out the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com. There's other stuff on there. If you're on the blog, go subscribe on the blah, blah, blah. Yes, you can follow me at Twitter at Razorvader. Also, uh, you know, let me know what you think of the show. Let me know what you think of this show specifically, and be on the lookout for a very drunken podcast. Um, you know, all that fun stuff. Give me five stars, uh, leave a review, spread the word to your friends. Um, and enemies, more more so enemies, make them listen to it, strap them down and make them listen to it. <laughs> I don't know, know why you'd do that, but, um, for those of you listening on the, uh, One Man Renegade podcast side of things, um, well, I guess you would only have to be working, this, never mind. For those of you looking for more One Man Renegade content, I guess, be on the lookout very soon, very soon, maybe even already, already happened, maybe already be up as this is posted as well. For the next episode of One Man Renegade Podcast. And um, yeah, I guess that's it. Be on the lookout for Very Drunken Podcast. Hopefully coming soon to a podcasting, podcasting, podcaster thing f- near you. So like Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. I don't know. I'm assuming there's more, but I feel like that covers all the bases with those two. And I don't really feel like dealing with anything else. So there you go. Anyways, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye.